to the defeat against Scotland as well as a former and possibly future Wales international in this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Yes, we'll hear from Tyler Morgan, picked out as a teenage Wales star in the 2015 Rugby World Cup, but whose battle with injuries and type 1 diabetes has forced him to take a step back in recent years. But he's moved from the Dragons to the Scarlets, hoping to reinvigorate his career. But we'll start by reflecting on events at the Parker Scarlets, as Scotland beat Wales narrowly to complete the Six Nations campaign. For one player, it was a special occasion as Blue scrum half Lloyd Williams returned to the Wales setup. Yeah, it was slightly unexpected call, just given that, well, when I watched the game, both lads walked off the field, which is, um, yeah, it's about the blue and was kind of on the way to Cork at the time. Uh, but uh, great to join with the squad and uh, everyone's very welcoming. It's been a while since your last cap. Had you given up hope on ever playing for Wales again? No, not really. Just uh, always was a goal of mine and will be as long as I'm playing and blues are going well. And, uh, you know, with Webby getting injured, unfortunately, that door opened for me to come back in and uh, try and work hard. It's your first experience with a new regime. How very different is it since the last time you were involved with Wales? Uh, well, there's a lot of faces I still recognise. A, a lot of the boys uh, here that I knew from then and uh, there's a few new ones, which, which is great. And everyone's really positive. There are small changes, um, more so Steve and Wayne want to implement their uh, game plan, which is great. And um, yeah, little changes, but on the whole, it's... Um, Things are still uh, quite similar, similar faces here, which is good. And from a personal point of view, how happy are you with your game at the moment? It seems like you're playing as, as good as you ever have. Well, yeah, the Blues got off to a good start, which always helped makes the Nines job easier. So um, that went well for me and uh, resulted in some decent performances, which I was happy with. But uh, more so, I was pleased that we got off to a good start. Yeah, just looking to improve on that, really, and carry things on and always trying to better the game, really. Can you just give us your perspective on how the breakdown went? Because the style of play that Wayne w- wants to play is quick and stuff, and obviously the nine is massively important to that. Yeah, I mean, all credit to Scotland for this year, but some players who, uh, who had to get over the ball and uh, slow things up, and I think they did that quite well. I think they, they realised what firepower Wales have got. If the speed of ball is high, it will be a common trait. I think teams will try and slow Wales up because they, they want to restrict the speed of ball, which will restrict things for the team. But... So it was something that we prepped for, but I think, all credit to them, they, they did a good job there. There were a few times where things did speed up and uh, looking to really get into shape and trying to build some momentum. But on the whole, I felt like uh, Scotland did a good job of trying to make that area a bit of a mess, which is always tough then for a team to really get going. Where we're trying to play, that, that area is always going to be a focus and always is. Um, so yeah, this week we reviewed that and it's something that we'll probably be putting into training now throughout the, this whole week. John Melverhills was talking about you um, last week and saying just how hard you worked over lockdown. How he reckoned you came back probably fitter than ever. Can you get a bit of an insight? Did you really set out with the mindset during that period to use the time to sort of get in peak condition, really? I was lucky. I had my brother with me throughout the whole lockdown and um, I guess we probably didn't quite stick to the one hour a day outside, but um, <laughs> not so many people did. Firstly, we took a few weeks off, relaxing really and resting the body. But like most players really, kind of, they put the time to good use. And I think it was enough time to relax and, and then put some work in. As most did, I'm sure. I really benefited from a bit of time away from the game. And like I said, I was quite lucky. I had my brother and he's a good training partner, as happened. So, uh, yeah, we got some decent sessions. But we, I mean, by the end, there wasn't 
much else to do than train. So I did enjoy that side of things. Yeah, I guess we worked quite hard as well. We had two months without any games with the region. So a bit of a mini pre-season block, which I'm sure most players benefited from. You said you hadn't given up hope. Did it come as a surprise though? Or did you feel the way you were playing that you were back in the mix very much? It came as a surprise. I wasn't aware of any injuries from the game. I think where we picked up a, a knock in the in the warm up as it happened. So a bit of a shock that in that sense. But I'm always optimistic and always trying to play as well as I can. Really. So if if something does happen, I'm knocking on the door. But um, as far as I was concerned on on the Sunday, it was a bit of a shock. I wasn't trying to give you best chance on the field for the region. That hopefully give you a yeah give you a little opportunity. You've sat in lots of dressing rooms, Lloyds, and lots of different players and lots of coaches after matches. What was the kind of the message and the mood, perhaps, after the Scotland game? Well, boys were obviously despondent because they lost. Uh, and it's always tough to take straight after a game. is quite raw. But um, on the flip side, it was quite special to be there, seeing Al receive his you know, little gift that the union had given him for his efforts of reaching 149 caps. And it was, it was also nice to see a teammate of mine, Shane, it was Hughes received his first cap. Everyone was down and flat that we'd we'd lost, but it was quite nice that you know a little positive spin like that was nice touch. But yes, yeah, in an ideal world, we'd be winning and be uh, everyone smiles on faces. Really, certainly would, and it was close. But a couple of elements of the forward battle just went Scotland's way. To reflect on that, Wales prop Win Jones. We were disappointed with the result on the weekend, but um, it's nice to put that competition to bed now. Probably a game that we've thought about for a long time now, and you know, just wondered when it was going to be played, etc. So, I look forward to anyone. Is it uh, easy to put a finger on what's going wrong uh, front amongst the forwards? Um, no, I wouldn't say going wrong. It's more a case of you know trying maybe some new combinations, trying new things, and a slightly different style of play as well. Doing so, things aren't going to come together overnight. We knew that before starting the campaign, and yeah, as long as we you know hopefully build from one game to the next now and go up from here. Are you starting to get a better grasp of the, the structures and the coaching kind of philosophy? You know, international rugby is down to small margins. And like we spoke, you know, maybe if we'd have scored someone in like the 60th minute and, and held out for the win, we'd probably be talking a different conversation today. I mean, and, uh, that's international rugby and, and it always was on small margins. Yeah, unfortunately, it went against us on the weekend. No, it wasn't our best uh, performance, but then, you know, you're only one score away from winning as well. So to Ireland, not won there since 2015. How difficult a task are you expecting? It's always difficult wherever you play Ireland, be it the home or away, you know. But um, with no crowds and stuff, it's probably thought of going away is much less of an advantage to the home team, you know. Um, sometimes you might find it easier to play away. You've got the structure, the build-up to the game is exactly the same. And I think home advantage is, is much less of an advantage you now. And from a player's point of view, is it good to have a weekend off and to have a full two weeks to prepare for this one? You know, international rugby is hard on the body, you know, and sometimes it's good to get a, a weekend off, you know, shake off some bumps, you know, some boys put two big shifts in and need some time to recover. So um, it's always nice to have a, a week off in the middle. And but Under Wayne Pivak's guidance incrementally, it took a bit of time for, for him to stamp his mark on that. I mean, do you see a similar sort of thing happening now? It's the same as every team, you know, when you, when you get a new coach, a new coach set up in, you know, it's slightly different to the old and... They bring in new structures, new ideas, and it takes time sometimes for these uh, things to bed in. You know, if I think you remember correctly, the Scarlets, I think we lost the first three games that year we won the league. I mean, then we come back and hardly lost all season. You know, so it's um, just some new structures, um, new personnel, and you know, it just takes time to bed in sometimes. You know, it's just building from game to game for us now. 
And since the game with Scotland, the coaches sort of read the riot act. Has it been quite calm? Can you just give us an insight into what the message has been like from them? I think they've been short, sharp messages. You know, like some some are easy fixes. Generally, been very positive this week. You know, we've uh, trained well, fixed a few wrongs, as you say. You know, easy fixes then, and uh, yeah, we look forward to build Ireland now. And in terms of the try that you conceded against Scotland from a from a rolling mall, they seem to sort of get going quite easily. There, that must have been a bit of a disappointment too. We haven't been together that long, you know. You know, so it's, you know, we've probably focused on other areas more so than our lineup. Do you know? So maybe maybe that'll be an area that we'll focus a bit more on next week. Do you mean? So it's um, you know having the time to to focus on every aspect of your game. Do you mean? So it's um, a bit disappointed to concede the Royal Mall try, but hopefully that'll be the last one. You know, Ireland. Uh, you know how they're going to play and stuff. So yeah, we'll obviously train to try and negate their strengths really. It's obviously a tough place in, you know, in any dressing room after a defeat. Can you just give a bit of an insight after the Scotland game, kind of who was doing most of the talking and what the main messages that were being put across after the game were? Coaches spoke after the game like you would every any game. I mean, Alan obviously spoke as well, you know, it was a big day for Alan, a big day for the debutants as well, you know, so everyone had their word as usual. And yeah, I think people seem to think that we'd panic or something, but I mean, it's more a case of right the wrongs probably next weekend, hopefully, and build for me. For you players inside the camp, you know, it's frustration not getting that results. But also, do you get frustrated that basically the, the public and maybe the journalists are looking at this as you're not progressing under Wayne? Yes, of course. You know, the, the new coaching set in, I suppose, you know, some new players or whatever. And, and the probably whole of Wales is actually doing every game, you know. And as you said, it's, it's on very small margins at times. You know, like I said, if we'd have scored on the 60th odd minute on the weekend, we'd probably be... We sat there talking different kind of conversation, you know. So, you know, always boils down to small margins. Even if you look back at the, the World Cup or whatever, you know, against South Africa, three points or whatever, and it's that sport for you. But um, we keep building inside. You know, we've got faith in, in everything we do here. We get really tight and, yeah, we hope to build for next weekend. What have you made of Ireland? Obviously, they've played a couple of games in the Six Nations because they had two left to complete, didn't they, when it all got paused. Are they a sort of team that you can get at in, in the forwards? We know what type of threats Ireland uh, bring. They're a very forward-orientated team. We've analysed them and, yeah, we're just excited to get back out there now, really. It's probably the weekend you didn't want off this weekend after, you know, losing two consecutive games. You just want to get back out the field and unlike the wrongs. Yeah, we've got extra prep time and we lose that to our, our advantage and get ready for Ireland next week. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Look back and forwards, perhaps. One of the key players for Wales at the 2015 Rugby World Cup was teenage centre Tyler Morgan. He was a regular in the Wales squads for a couple of years before illness and injury saw him struggling. He's back with the Scarlets and hoping to make an impression. Here's Scarlets coach Glenn Delaney. He was seeking an opportunity and I think a change of environment, a little bit of a change of focus. So he's had some things um, bubbling away just with an injury history and some medical stuff, which he's massively on. He's right on top of that now. So really where we're at is getting some consistency into him with training and playing. And he's had all that, had him in the squad. You know, we trust him. We want him to play. And, he, you know, he's, he's a 13 wing. So he's a big, powerful, quick fella. And um, here's a guy with a point of difference. You know, he's big, powerful, fast. It's quite hard to coach big, powerful and fast. They kind of have to have that before you get him. We're just really looking forward to him using those things in our game. He's got a handling ability for a 13. So do you think we'll ever see him fulfil the expectations that were placed on him a few years ago? There's no reason why not. And I think the, the one thing I, I say is that I think all our players in Wales have got wonderful skill sets. 
It really, it's a very different league from other places I've coached. And the one beauty, the further west you go in Wales, the less there are of round balls on the floor with feet. And um, they tend to be using these things to move things around. So, you know, for me, that's, um, that says that this is their first love and, and their skill sets grow with, with time on task. So I think we're really blessed with the skill set of our players here. I know out west, it's one of our trademarks. So for him to be able to use and offload, the one thing he can do is he, he's going to be able to pincer a defender in a number of ways. He can take you on physically. He can actually take you on with, with pace and stretch you. But he can also offload if he's in congested space or put the guy away. So you get that sort of beautiful picture of a, of a 13 who's just accelerated to the outside and can put the winger away. And that's what we want to see him do. You know, we've got some wonderful outside backs that uh, need a bit of service from that 13 if he's playing there. I know he can finish them if he's on the wing, but, you know, I'd like to see him uh, really fulfilling that potential at 13. You said he's he's on top of everything from a health point of view. He's had the injuries. He's over those. Are we going to see him at 100%? And what's it taken for him to get to that point if we do? Well, I think you just take every every opportunity as it comes. There's no issue to him with uh, training load. Uh, he's working beautifully in that. So now it's just making sure we get the game load into him as well. So, you know, the world is really sort of his oyster at the moment. He's, he's prepared well and uh, he's well supported. He's got a good program around him. And, you know, now we just let him put the shirt on with a bit of anger in him and, and off he goes. So, what persuaded Tyler Morgan to make the move west? There's a lot of strength at centre here, so I'm going to have to take my time and try and, and try and make my way in. Obviously, with Fox and John now with Wales, I, I do get a shot. There might not be any difference. I know you've been quite public about your, your type 1 diabetes in the past and playing with different challenges and so on. Has COVID or you know, any restrictions, has that affected you in any different way to the other boys or not? No, not really. So I think the type twos have been shielding. I think type ones, we were pretty much told that we were we were right. But yeah, it's just a case of being more aware. And obviously, if you do fall ill, then there are other complications of with your blood sugars and your immune system is a bit isn't as good as everyone else's. So I have been more weary and more careful than some, but I haven't been too concerned. I'd like to take you back to 2015 and the World Cup, where you were one of the very few fit centres around it seemed you know the world was your oyster ironically at that point and then your injury troubles started from there really when you reflect on that what do you think of that period and then the years that followed obviously 2015 was a bit of a whirlwind and I wish I kind of took it in more than I did I was only 18 19 at the time so honestly I don't remember much of it because it was it all happened so quickly and I do have fond memories and fond pictures and fond stories of, of all that time but Obviously, then there was a couple years afterwards that did get a bit injury-prone and it did get dark at times. Yeah, it, obviously, at that time, there was a lot in front of me and there's a lot of talk and I don't know, I kind of wish I took it in a bit more at the time and um, stuck on that path. But obviously, injuries kind of got in the way a bit, but you can't live with regret. So it is what it is. I kind of took it in my stride and so just the goal is to kind of get back there. So... I enjoyed it. I loved it, to be honest, and hopefully that's uh, where I'm going to end up. Do you feel you're getting back towards being 100% of what you were physically, what you can be physically? Yeah, especially so far this season. Um, I've been limited of what I can do over the last few years physically because of injuries and gym-wise. But now we've kind of got a good programme here and I'm, I'm feeling physically as good as I've done in, in a long, long time. And um, that's a testament to the, the guys that work here and, and have worked with me. But yeah, I'm excited to try and get back on the field and try and get that the physicality and the speed of old. Yeah, I'm excited to see what I can do this year, to be honest. 
What are you, 25? So you potentially got another eight to 10 years of your career to go. Is that how you're looking at it? Hopefully, yeah. Well, I'm hoping for another 15, in all honesty, but we'll see how it goes. Give us a picture of what, what's that taken for you to get on top of everything. Obviously, the diabetes is part of it, but perhaps the injuries have, have been a bigger factor at times, have they? I think the diabetes was linked to probably quite a few of the injuries because it, it was supposedly underlying for quite a while that I didn't know about, according to the medics. But yeah, it's obviously just been a period of growing up for me, I suppose, of realising that my body might not be as robust as others, so I have to take care of it better. So it's a, it's a thing of doing, I've just finished a Pilates class and now I've got to probably do a bit of yoga and then I'll be doing... Uh, ice baths afterwards and then hot baths and then making sure I stretch in the evenings and obviously eating right and just recovering properly which I probably neglected when I was a bit younger because I didn't realize they had such a difference yeah now I know I wish I wish I knew four years ago that that makes a massive difference so yeah hopefully that's going to keep me in in good shape. And you look at Henry Slade lifting the European Cup does that make you think this can be done? Exactly yeah They've absolutely smashed it this year, and fair play to him. He's, he's been on fire as well, so it's a shining example of what type ones can do on the field, I suppose. Remember you did an interview last year where you talked about basically how you've refused to quit despite being given so many reasons to. I suppose when you're in a new environment like this, you must be all the more glad that you've persevered through sort of tougher times. Exactly, yeah. If I'd given up, I'd, I would always look back with regret. And I know from obviously there's some boys out there who play with diabetes like Henry, and he's obviously setting the example so I know it's possible and even if I was the only one I think I would have still carried on but yeah as it is coming here now a step forward so is a, a testament to me kind of driving through my problems really. How have you learned to sort of manage it over, over the years? I'll be honest but I'm still learning um, I have some days where things go all sorts of wrong and I'll be driving and I have a hypo and I have to pull over in Costa and have a flapjack at six o'clock in the morning so it's a bit strange but yeah, they look after me here. They give me some time off if I'm feeling down and stuff. But it's about being really strict with your food and injecting the right amount of insulin. But any, any type one will tell you, you can do the same thing two days in a row and your results will be completely different. So it's a guessing game, but you've got to try and control it as much as you can. But it is sometimes difficult and there's not much you can do about it sometimes. It's not that long ago that you were in a Wales squad and playing for Wales. Presumably, as a player, that's always still on your radar. Yeah, obviously, that's end goal. That's... Um, obviously it's one of the reasons why I come here to get myself better again and be around all these Welsh boys and um, get back to that hopefully that squad hopefully eventually but yeah I'm just taking my time really Tyler Morgan and it'll be nice to see him back in regular action and see where that takes him certainly one of the talents of Welsh rugby next week we'll hear at length from interim WIU group executive Steve Phillips on the Welsh rugby union as well as previewing the Ireland game of course until then, goodbye and stay safe.